Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Teams Today Show, our morning show where we get to join you every single morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. You probably noticed you didn't catch a show yesterday. That's because it was Labor Day in the U.S. And so we took the day off. Now we are back. And don't worry, we are going back in time. It is Jeff and I. We control the show. So needless to say, before Jeff jumps in, dun, dun, this dun. this will be All the right. best show we've ever had of the best Teach Better Today morning show. So if you weren't planning on watching, thank goodness you jumped in because it's going to be great. <laughs> My name is Ray Hewart, and I am here live with Jeffrey Raymond Gargas, the boss, the owner, the only important member of the Teach Better team here on the Teach Better Today Morning Show. Hi, Jeff. I'm like the 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 one that we can operate without. No, uh, I, we were just talking before we went like to record that. Yeah. Um, like it's very common, and I say that loosely. Like it's probably like. It's more common than it should be in my it, opinion. It's really on. common, but not always. But it's common for people to like be talking to me. We connect maybe on Zoom or on the phone. And they like slide into the conversation being like, well, who's the guy in charge? Like Jeff Gargas, he's the one who in charge, right? <laughs> well, and it's, it's, yeah, we were talking. It's funny because, yeah, like. It's funny when it's funny most when they say it to you as one of the three owners of the company that like. You know, not you, because you don't make. Well, and it, it was funny because originally you were like, I hope you're not offended. And I'm like, guys, let me just like clear it up. I think it's hysterical because Good, I me too. Love... I just didn't want to say it. Yeah. Because when people say it to me, I'm like, oh, so this thing on my to do list I don't want to do, I'm going to just have the boss do it then. Jeff, sorry. For me, it's like it's working. All my propaganda is working. Oh, yeah. Everyone thinks I'm the boss. Like it's it's really good, which that's not true because I'm pretty sure most people would think that Katie is the boss. She is the boss. She's the one. How oh, do we define real? Boss? I'm pretty sure if we really had to figure it out, Ray, it's either Rachel or Carrie. Oh, Carrie. But that's like who's like pulling the strings back there. People don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, like I, we might have to have them like battle it out to figure out like who's truly the supreme. Leader. Yeah, how are we defining boss? Like the person who bosses people around the most or the person who, when they no give their opinion, it's the final word? I, I think it's either the people, the person who bosses everyone around more, which I think that's Rachel. Because um, she's scary. Well, or I was going to say, or the one who scares scares you, that's Rachel, because Rachel's the only one who scares Rachel. you. Or the one who you're like, I absolutely, no matter what I have to do, do not want to disappoint that person, this person. And that's mm -hmm. Carrie. Oh, it's so, Rachel too, though. I was going to add. There's Chad. I want to add Katie to the mix only because I feel like she came in as this part-time, I'm just here to help person. And now I feel like we can't make a decision without her stamp of approval. <laughs> That's a good point. 
can we just we'll just let's just settle we know that joshua stamper is not the boss like we'll 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 just lay that piece of fact out i hope he's watching um wait hold on who i just thought of brad hughes okay if you're defining the boss as when they go on vacation it changes the company <laughs> brad hughes brad hughes is the boss yeah, Ray went away for like a month and a half, and we didn't know what was going. We were like, "Oh, no one noticed. No one." Like, Ray's gone, and then Brad's gone for like a week, and we're like, "Everything feels weird." I don't right. like this at all. I think that's such a compliment, but also like really screwed up. Like I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Hi everyone. We are doing like an OG shout out. Didn't we? Didn't you and I do one show, one of these together, right early? One of the yeah, early? No, we did we like didn't? the the first week but you were like yeah. barely cognizant i'm not sure that that's that even counts. well because you you didn't even tell me we were recording one of these you said hey i need you to like jump on and record something with me you didn't tell me it was a show we didn't tell me anything you were just like let's so? get on and we just went at least this i knew we were getting into it but last night i texted you i was like the band's back together tomorrow like because i saw that we were recording and we were yeah. we were going to be on this and doing this and that's exciting I know. I'm thrilled that we get to come together. I am interested, though, if you guys are willing to put in the comments, zero offense to be had. Like, it is what it is. I promise you, our team, you can't offend us. We're, we're family regardless. But what's the best show combination? Because I feel Ooh. like you've Ooh. gotten Katie and I, Josh and I, you and Katie. Have Josh and Katie done one? They have in the past, either way. Um, I don't know if they've done one of the, the new to Mm, I don't think they've done day. this one yet. No, I think they have. Then, I think we do have them scheduled, though, to be those two. Yeah, we do. And then yeah. Brad and I, you've seen like the combination, I feel like, of mm -hmm. everyone. If you've been around for the last, like, even if you've been around for the last year or the last two years, you've seen like every combination of at yeah. least five kind of rotating. It's like me, you, Josh, Katie, Brad. Bree jumps in. Like, of course, you love all these people. But if you had to say... Who, like, has the best? Yeah. Or maybe it's not best. Maybe it's, like... Who's your favorite? It doesn't have to be best. Or, like, how would you, like, define them? Like, if you want, like, really good, hearty discussion, you might lean on one group. Mm, but if you want, way, like, yeah. shenanigans, you might lean on another so maybe group. Maybe it's less who's best or who's your favorite. And, like, like, maybe put, a, like, all the different combinations in what they would... Like, what's the... Like, like... What do you Jeff predict? and Ray, like dysfunctional comedy. Yes. Like, <laughs> like no, what usually... is that? What does that equal out to? Like, like, I don't know if it's like Bree and Brad, it's like humorous, like intelligence. Yes, exactly. Um, I would say you and I usually have the most dysfunctional show because you and I have done this for so long together that we both mm. come unprepared enough. We don't prepare anything. Yet. Right. Actually, or, think, well, whereas like you Katie. Might. Like we'll banter, but she has mm -hmm. like an entire spreadsheet of a minute by minute monologue. <laughs> so <laughs> I did a few with Katie, uh, with the last most recent one that she and I did. We got a little deep on some stuff. So oh, and we went long right. too, because go figure we got uh when was I don't know, I can't remember when that was, but we we got into some deep talk, but like at the same time, like we were into like deep talk, but we were also talking about like potty training and stuff, but we got into like the mental things and it's it was but it was good. It was a good show, I thought. I'm, so, I'm sure it was. I'm sure she doesn't get. I think I'm more well behaved. Yeah, I know that. I've seen you live. Around. But you and I, like you said, we've been doing it, and, and you can drop in the comments and let us know, like, if you remember when Teach Better Talk first launched. That was August of 2018. 
So that was pre-COVID. So literally like back when everything was in black and white uh, before we got technology and stuff. Um, that's when we launched that. And we did 200 and something episodes like that before we started changing up the, the formats and taking to live and stuff like that. It's been, it's been fun. So. It has been fun. It has been fun. You know, I am really that... loving being back every single day with the crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm really liking the Sunday show. The interviews and the discussion that is happening there is exactly mm-hmm. what I was hoping for. You yes. know, we, we like plan these shows and we're just taking, we're doing the best we can with the information we have accessible, right? I mean, every summer we kind of do a summer relaunch and think through what have we done in the past and what, what combinations worked and what has our audience enjoyed? And the Sunday Sunday show was something that evolved throughout the first year we did it, but we mm-hmm. knew we had something. We knew we liked it. And I've just been so appreciative of Brad giving all that he has to that Sunday show because the interviews are amazing. Um, we have incredible things booked. Our first panel is coming up on September 17th. That's going to be amazing. So I feel like we're putting together the best parts. And Jeff, I know that this is, the only part that you really care about, but we're doing a weekly giggle. So you get like good news stories and like fun holidays every single week, regardless of what's going on. And you know, I love that stuff. Yeah. He's a good time. So something, something that I don't believe you're aware of, cause we haven't asked you, but we just assume you're going to say yes. Great. That's coming. Not, not as a live stream, but it's going to be at least coming to our YouTube channel, which is one of the many places where this is at. Um, Josh, you, my mind was going because we we're talking about pairs and stuff. And I was thinking like, oh, like well, Josh, Josh and I, well, Josh and I do the, we've done some Wednesday wake-ups in the past. We do a lot of the, his Aspire lead podcast mailbag episodes. Yeah, We're going to start doing those. And those are going to be on the, on video now and on the Teach Better Team YouTube so channel, as well as obviously on the podcast. But so like a lot of cool stuff coming back to Brad. I just want to mention that because I didn't want to forget it, but yeah, Brad. Does Brad? Brad does a lot of the, the like the logistics and the organization and the booking and everything like that of that show. Like he really latched on and just ran with it. It was initially like, "Hey, we have this idea." And you were like, "I think I want me and Brad to be fun on Sunday." And Brad was like, "Of course." And then he just kind of ran with it, and he really has taken ownership over that that Sunday show. Okay, can that's we why it was some- so easy when we were just like figuring out. You know, we took our break and summer figuring out fall program. We're like, "Well, of course, Sunday." Like. As long as Brad says yes, that's happening again. And you know what I mean? Like he's just he's the he's the, the executive producer. Yeah, absolutely. he's the actor that's like actor director like also is the executive producer when you know like, oh, that's like legit, right? You know, it's like yeah. typically they it's not till like season four that they get to do that. Like Brad did it in season one. I have to say, for those of you who have not like seen all the hot behind the scenes, the Sunday show was was literally this. If you didn't catch the first show, go back and watch it. All of our, anytime we're live, you guys can see everything forever. Like nothing disappears. Yep. So you can like hunt back for stuff. Going on YouTube's the easiest way to like find mm-hmm. previous videos, in my opinion, because it's so organized. Yeah. Shout out to Most Josh. Most of them list too. For that. Yeah, the list is helpful. But we had a meeting in July because I was back from France. We had a meeting in July where we were like, what's our fall stream lineup? It's like a hour meeting kind of mm-hmm. laid out bare bones. We literally had, didn't have titles, nothing. It was just like, we think we want to do a daily show and we think we want to keep Sunday show. Hey, Brad, will you be part of Sunday show? Then we never talked about the Sunday show ever again. And I was like playing with fonts one day. I made a few commercials. No one really even commented on them. They're like, oh yeah, this is coming. We should prepare. 
But like nothing happened. Brad went out of town, still nothing happened. We log on 15 minutes before the show was supposed to launch on Sunday's first show. And I'm like, hey, Brad, we haven't even like discussed the format. What's the plan? And he looks at me, he goes, I've already booked everything through October. The panels are already scheduled. Was well, this I'm really excited. like this when we first did it or like just now? Like, no, this like, like just co- recently. Coming back. Yeah. When like we decided to come back, but we didn't. Okay. Right. And he's already aired, got everything booked. It aired on <laughs> August 20th. And yeah. that was a show literally during the show. I was like, we should do the like holidays. Like we talked about. He's like, yeah, let's do that. That was like completely decided while we were live in the like, discussion. Like we just, just Brad like is so prepared that I was yeah. like, I'm just going to show up because Brad will have it all done. <laughs> that's that's so There you go. Jeez. Yeah. Well, good job, Brad. Yeah. So make sure you catch on the Sunday show at 8 p.m. Eastern time every Sunday night. Uh, and that is that is exclusive in the Facebook group. So you got to go to teachbettergroup.com to get in there or just search Teach Better Team on Facebook. That does then error uh, the record and errors live stream on all the other channels. And obviously that's going to sit on our a YouTube channel after that. But if you want to be in the the live action, live comments, that's on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern only in the Facebook group. Um, and like you said, lots favorite. of like, panels coming up, lots of really cool guests, lots of great things coming up so let's see the first three guests are are or have been um mickey smith jr jackie motion and dr neil gupta and then a panel that's so good Pretty stellar so that's, good. A, that's a stellar lineup yeah by the way just speaking of dr gupta his episode of teach better talk which was one of the first like i think it was episode 41 so okay. fairly early on is still one of the most listened to episodes on, on the podcast I to date and like continuously gets plays like continuously. Still gets, it was recorded in 2018. His piece of advice on that show. I still remember in quote part of a marshmallow. Oh my God. Yeah. He literally is like in education, you have to have the skin of an armadillo and the heart of a marshmallow. Yes. And, and that's, I still, the title of the, of the episode is Harder Than Marshmallow. And it has, yes. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I know that this is a show that we've been done frequently yeah. together. But there is another section of this. That we can, can we play the little video thing? And then we'll get serious. And we'll get back on track to our script. I have my script laid, laid out here. How, so. how serious are we getting? Well, it, this is my script. So, like, however serious that means. My, this is okay. me. I'm, I'm doing my papers like the news reporter does. Yeah, like, I'll get mine too. I'll be right back. I've got, yeah. Teach Better Today morning show where the Teach Better team gets to join you live every single morning at 7 a.m. Eastern streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, and of course as an episode of Teach Better Talk podcast. If you are watching with us, please make sure that you are sharing, sharing your network, 
telling us how it's going and letting us know what you enjoy about the show. If you are listening on Teach Bear Talk podcast, we love the five-star reviews. So feel free to do that. And also subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Jeff, we're getting into team talk and I already want to take us off track because I have something else I want to talk to you about. No, I mean, there's no one else here. Yeah. So, so like, I do have a topic I want to get into, but I have something separate I also Can you tell me the topic so that I can try to get us back to it at some point or like, cause I, I'm worried if, if I say, okay, I don't know what the topic is, which means I'll never know if you get us there, which okay. means good point. We might so, not get there. The first thing I'm going to talk about is a book I'm reading. Okay. The okay. second thing I'm going to talk about is communication strategies to reach your um, audience, which okay. we'll book? get to. Communication. Okay. Okay. I'm reading a book that I was introduced to the book because I heard the author on a podcast. Okay. And honestly, while I agree with the concept, I feel like I'm reading it because I think our audience here in the teach better community would really value this information to be shared with them. Because I think we as educators fall into this category very frequently, but don't necessarily know how to manage it. And so the book I'm reading that I'm hoping to like, maybe we should do an episode on it once I read a little bit more of the book. Sure. Or some of you should pick it up and we could do a book study on it, like maybe unofficially because I'm kind of obsessed with it, but it's called The Alter Ego Effect. It's by Todd Herman. Have you ever heard of it? No, never heard of the book or him. Okay. So Todd Herman, for those of you who are unaware, because I totally was, is essentially a mental coach who works with uh athletes like almost primarily like professional athletes but also olympians he is like but he's a mindset coach he works with the brain specifically and um it's all about developing i don't want to butcher this because like i he did such a great podcast that he i'm not gonna do him justice and i have need i need to read more of the book but It's all about essentially creating multiple versions of yourself depending on the situation so that you can show up in the way you want Mm. for whatever audience you're working with. And I think that I haven't fully grasped my mindset on this, but I think that that is a big part of what we do. Yeah, well, and I'm thinking like from an athlete. So I'm I'm trying to make sure I'm understanding. So from an athlete standpoint, it'd be like the 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 alter ego of being in that competitive, yeah. fighting for everything mode, but not taking that same aggression and do anything to win kind of thing off the field because that's not necessarily going to make you a compassionate partner or or mother or father and things of that nature. As an educator, it's that just everything for your students and dedicate everything to that craft. But that doesn't necessarily make you a good partner or mother or father or whatever, because you have to change it. Right. It's, and it well, also doesn't take care of yourself. Right. So like, well, what I value is that what about I'm, like, this, I'm putting on the right hat or mask or whatever for the job, the different pieces of your life, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, completely. Okay. But what I really value, because I think I, that's a concept I know that I have thought about considered and work towards. What I really like about his approach is it's that, but more specific. So um, Mm. it's not just who am I as a teacher, 
but who am I when I am in the classroom versus who am I when I'm an educator in a staff meeting versus who am I when I'm working with a mentee versus when I'm working as a mentor. Mm. Um, it gets really specific. And, and going back to your sports analogy, it's it's discussing who am I on the field? Who do I want to be when I'm at a press conference? Who, who do I, I want to lock a room? Like, yes. Who am I in the huddle? Who am I? Yeah. Okay. And, and rather than just like kind of pie in the sky, this is who I aim for. The book really focuses on like being descriptive. What does that hat look like when I put it on? And to a point, it's almost like playing a character, but you're playing the character that is best for the situation in life you're in. Um, how many educators do we engage with that are like, oh, I could never get into public speaking. And I'm like, you speak to a crowd of people for eight hours a day. Like, no discussion there. You do that. Like, I know so many introverted educators mm -hmm. who are consider themselves to be extremely shy and internal and yet they they hold and demand and manage a classroom of 34 people on a daily basis so i think it's interesting because as we identify as people you might identify as a shy introvert there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. but you also have to acknowledge the skills that you put forward in other circumstances. And that doesn't need to define you. It just is a part of who you are. It's really, I'm excited to dive into the book, but if any of you are looking for a, a, a book that isn't education necessarily, but maybe just need like an evening read, kind of, I'm excited to dive in. So it's called the, say it again. Okay. It's called the alter ego effect. I'm literally going to Amazon it right now as you're telling me. So it's the alter <laughs> The alter ego effect. It's like a yellow oh, book. It, it pops right up real quick. I'm starting, I'm starting to start writing it. So alter ego effect. The subtitle. Defeat the, defeat the enemy, unlock your heroic self, and start kicking ass. The, this subtitle is the power of secret identities to transform your oh, life. Well, that is not what it says on that one. Oh, mm -hmm. it, it, does, it does say that in, on the book. It actually says that yep. one. That's Todd okay. Herman. So that was the audiobook. apparently is all about that one. Like it's the same th book though. That's interesting. Yeah. The power of secret identities to transform your life. Now that you say that, put that out should... in 2019, I'm surprised it like looks yeah. like it done pretty stinking well. Now that you've done, now that you've read that, I should have done the audiobook. Why did I buy the book? You know, I don't know. I don't um, know. He is also just as a speaker. If any of you are considering the audiobook, book, you could also get an audio CD. Sorry. I just saw that. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know for if your, he for your CD player. Yeah, I don't know if he uh, does the audio, but I will say him on a podcast was killer. He's got like a really, he's very articulate. I was gonna say he has a really nice voice, but like he's very articulate. So if sure. he does his own audiobook, I would highly. Yeah, that's is that, okay. Can we side stuff for a second? For me, if it's not the author, I I don't enjoy the books. I'm not that way, but you know, I love, I love it's, the audio consumption. I know. I just, I, for me, I, I guess if I know the author and it's not them reading it, I just feel like authors read the book so much different than, than the typical audiobook reader, except for Matthew McConaughey. I love Matthew McConaughey. I'm a huge fan, but he is so hard to understand when on his book that you should just read it. Anyway, sorry. That was a complete sidestep. Back on the track to your other thing that you want to talk about, which I have forgotten. It's video communication or communication in general. <laughs> communication. But I got the book. I didn't know how I was going to transition here, but maybe as a, a terrible transition, it's kind of like thinking about who we are and then how can we 
then articulate that to people really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And when um, we were thinking about what we want to talk on the show, this was something that we haven't explicitly discussed on the show, but every August people share with us how much they appreciate the reminder. And that's the element of considering communicating with your parents and your stakeholders video via video mm-hmm. and how you can do that. This is an idea that came from the one and only OG Tiffany Ott. We've had so many communications about this and so many live streams about this, but now is the time as we're like end of August, early September, kind of transitioning in some, some of the honeymoon period might still be lingering, but we're kind of moving into getting into some actual learning and content. And for many of you who are thinking about how you're going to communicate, communicate to stakeholders, um, one of the reminders I wanted to talk about was utilizing video to allow your audience to not only get a clear message, but get to know you as a person slowly mm-hmm. over time as well. So I'm not sure how you want to dive into this, Jeff, but that's a part that I want to make sure. Well, we I mean, I'm, I don't know if this is how you want to. Well, first off, shout out to Tiffany, who's a brilliant educator. She's amazing. Um, if you happen to watch this, Tiffany, hi. Uh, who, by the way, sorry, I'm going to go. Her daughter just moved into college and I'm feeling so old. I know. <laughs> I, I remember saw... when she was really little and it's making me really old. Anyway. No, I know. I um... saw a move in and Lincoln is like an old man. I know. He he's like driving or something at this point. Yeah. Um, back to the top. I th- I don't know if this is how you want to lean it, but like you have, you did this a lot where you did videos for your stakeholders for the very reason of, they now it's not them reading an email or reading a note. Not that those are bad. That's not what I'm saying. But like they saw you, they heard the inflection in your voice and how you phrase things and the, and the way you smiled. And now they're like, Oh, I, I can put a face to this name when I get that email next time. Or when my kid comes home and talks about Miss Hewitt. Like, so I, I think you obviously have a lot of experience. Did you do that your entire career or was that something that, couple years in someone sparked and you're like, Ooh, I should change that. Yeah. Let me be clear. I was live and I don't know what live I was on, but I was live with Tiffany. She oh, really? said it. Oh, it's like legit was okay. And it changed my life. It changed my communication strategy as an educator, as a person holistically, because I, I'm not gonna be able to do it justice. I'll have to go back in the archives and be like, what were we talking about? When would we have been live together? This must have been like 2017. So, 17 or 18. Give it, yeah, it must have been. I bet it was 17. Yeah. Yeah. And it was early on. And she had something along the lines of like, why, who, why are we only communicating via email when there's so much that can be lost? Mm-hmm. And of course, like, to be honest with you, friends, like many of you might already know this, but parent communication just gives me the heebie jeebies. Like, I feel like every time I reach out to my parents, I'm, almost like opening the door for negative, Mm -hmm. negative feedback and criticism. And I of all things in my career have just been really scared of parents because I know that I want to serve them so well, but they're probably the group that I put the least amount of focus on, right? I'm focusing on the students. I'm focusing on my leadership and making everyone proud. And my stakeholders always felt like a, like an add on, and mm-hmm. so I always felt like that was a group I didn't do justice for. And they're a group that is the most, in my opinion, most quick to like get upset, which it is what it is. So I was very intimidated. And as we were discussing communication, I really felt like my emails were getting lost, right? Like who wants an email from the math teacher that 
I feel like the responses back, it's so cold, right? So yeah. something I really valued was I started doing three to five minute videos anytime. And sometimes they were like even as short as 30 seconds or a minute. But the point was they were short and I would not only send them when there was a lot of updates, but I would also send them if I got a question more than two times from a parent in the mm. same period of time. So for example, if there was like a test that was given and the parents were confused on where to get the grade, like that would be a time that I'm like, okay, I've gotten this question twice. I'm going to do a video and then I'm going to send it to everybody, assuming that there's probably one or two or more people that have the same question, but haven't taken the initiative to reach yeah. out. And what I really valued about doing that was, like you said earlier, they got to see my face. Like, it's really hard to be mad at somebody that isn't just like that has a form, right? Like, well, you're more human at that. I'm point. more human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're not it, the customer service hotline. Yes. It's not, yeah. it's not just an email. It's hi, I'm your teacher. You can see me smile. You can see that I'm dressed professionally. You can see the sparkle in my eye. You're going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read that as you being um, frustrated that people have reached out about it. And yes. me, I'm, I'm dumb for not knowing or because no. that might've been a reason I didn't initially reach out because I should know. And I feel like maybe I, wasn't doing my like because I know yeah. I've had that moment where I'm like I should know where this is I'm a kind of a bad parent for not so like, right I think there's, yeah so much power. it also gives you perspective of what your your students classroom times like if they're engaging sure. with me like I'm trying to come across as a warm appreciative willing to to be a learner alongside you person mm -hmm. um and then I can usually say more in a 30 second video than I can in in an email before really it long email long. Yeah. yeah. So do your quick video. That's what I always do. Quick, quick video. I'd upload it to YouTube as a private link. So you could only see it if I directly sent you the link. It's just a setting. And then I would type an email and my email template became very simple. It was hello to whoever it needs to be hello to. It had one line about this is what's going on. Here's the video with the information. And then the next section was, if you don't have time to read this email, here are the top three to five major takeaways. If you can't watch the video, you can just read these bullet points. Right. Here are these three to five bullet points. And then sincerely, yep. Miss Heward. So it was kind of like done. I, I don't know. It was yeah. really helpful. And I think then every year when I would have parent-teacher conferences, I don't know if I got better at it or what. I got less and less questions. People would come up to me. There's no awkwardness. They felt like they knew me already at exactly, that point. yeah. And like, they always typically, like, I know this is weird because I was a math teacher and you know that everyone likes to hunt down the math teacher, but they already felt like they had access to me. So I like, wasn't someone they were eager to meet with because mm -hmm. I wasn't a mystery. They knew they could reach out at any time. So they were hunting down other teachers who they didn't feel like they had the same access to. And I had yeah. more of an open schedule because no one felt like there was a concern or that they had major questions. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I, I think you're absolutely, I mean, it's, it's, that's why, I mean, video and podcasts and things of that nature are so powerful. And you think about marketing and business is because it's the same thing. Like your voice is such a big part of getting to know you and then you at, and then your face obviously. Right. And, and everything like that. And, and I think you meant, you mentioned it earlier on when we started talking about this, like there's so much that can get lost in a, in an email, but there's also so much that can get misunderstood or misconstrued and and taken the wrong way especially if i'm a parent who is frustrated like i'm more likely to read your emails also being frustrated and now we're in a bad thing versus get in the face of like you know what i know some of you have missed like can't find this 
my fault. Like I did this, like, you know what I mean? Like I get, it's not like, Oh, you're frustrated because I'm bringing it. Like, it's just a different, I, I think about it when like, think about when you have to call to like return something or someone messed up your food or whatever. Like you like get yourself fired up, like you're ready to fight and think about it. Then when you go and they're just like, okay. And you're like, Oh, like I feel like that's how a parent can get when they're like confused or frustrated or worried. And they're like, they're like getting themselves guarded, ready to go. And if your face pops up smiling and being like, Hey, it's all good. I got you. Like, it's just a different feeling. And I think, I think that you're right. I think that's a huge piece. I want to touch on the, cause you, you talk about you record a video, put it on YouTube and then send I'm like, Oh man, that's a whole bunch of steps. That's really hard. After you do that once or twice, it's going to be such it's such an easy process. Like it's not actually that much of a process to pop a uh, even a five minute video of YouTube is up like that. I mean, so like it's a pretty simple. Um, yeah, you can also like upload once it. or twice into it and you'll get past any of the technology things that you might be worried about now. I just I didn't know if anybody was listening or watching and thinking, I don't know, Ray, you're pretty techie. Like I'm not. You know what I mean? So you could upload it to Google Drive too. the whole point would be like you yeah. just need a link to send them versus like. You're not going to put the whole video in the email, like just do a link. Yeah. And then um, guys, I hate to say this. I think you know this because of COVID, but don't edit. Like, don't, don't edit. Just let it be you. Let it be you. You don't mm -hmm. get an opportunity to edit when you teach in front of your entire group every single day. You don't need to. It will come across way more for you to mess up yeah. and giggle. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I will say when I was anxious about what I had to say, or if I was trying to remember what I needed to say, take a post-it, write those three bullet points and put it right below the camera. So you can like <laughs> look down, but then not look like you're too far from the camera. It's fine. Or have a notepad. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. But, all right, Jeff, we are way too long. You're, I know. Like everyone, every time I do, I'm on this, it's going too long. I think it's me. It's, it's not. It is. It's, maybe it's, it's not. Yeah. But we're going to be back soon. So we appreciate you. We hope you have a we beautiful are. day. Please let us know how this strategy goes. If you try it and let mm -hmm. us know if, uh, if you have any other questions for us, we're doing listener questions soon later this week. So continue to submit those listener questions. All right. Bye guys. Hey, teach better community. Thank you so much for joining the teach better today morning show every single weekday at 7am Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.